0: preaching from just a couple verses in the book of James, getting to the end of James. Uh, We only have a couple more verses to do next week also. James is coming to the end of his letter, and he's giving some practical advice for the Christians he's writing to. So I'm in James chapter 5, starting in verse 7. Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. But above all, my brothers, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. Here ends the reading of God's word Be patient. I'm not sure there's ever been a culture where that word was more foreign and more countercultural than ours today. We want everything now. Yesterday, I was at McDonald's and I watched as people were getting irritated as their burger was taking longer than three or four minutes to cook. Three or four minutes for the burger. I personally think burgers should take longer than that. We want instant everything, right? Instant foods, instant downloads, instant videos. As I was working on this sermon, I saw a commercial for an instantly dry deodorant. We don't even want to wait for our deodorant to dry. That's how instant our society has become. But James says, be patient. James gives the example of a farmer. That example is even further from us, right? A farmer that has to wait. Plants does the work, and the hard, farming is hard work, but at the same time, you got to wait. you got to wait for the rains. you got to wait for the sun. you got to sit back and let all kinds of things unfold that you have no control over. James thinks our faith should be like that. We should stand firm. We should establish our hearts, give them roots, hold them still, Anchor them somewhere. Why? Because James says the Lord is coming back soon. Now maybe in those days they thought Jesus was coming back immediately. And scholars debate this. I I think maybe they just had this sense that Jesus was coming back and we ought to live differently because of it. 2,000 years later, we have like the opposite, right? Like I don't think we think Jesus is coming back tomorrow at all. We have no sense of an immediacy of Jesus' return But think for a second about James's logic because it sounds backwards to me. Jesus is coming soon, so be patient. I remember a bumper sticker I saw that said, Jesus is coming back, look busy. But James is saying the opposite. James is saying, Jesus is coming back, so be patient. Be calm, settle your heart. For James, we shouldn't be tossed around. We shouldn't let our hearts go after something new every day. I want the new this, the new that. I want everything to be fresh and exciting. We get to where we're tossed about on the sea of our emotions because our heart is all over the place. James says, leash that thing. Pull it back, establish it, settle it down. Because Christ is coming. You can settle. You can be patient. How many people do you know that are all over the place, right? I call them flip-floppy people. Not flip-floppy because of the sandals they wear. I happen to like flip-flops. But flip-floppy. Like every day they're after something new. They're really into something for about a week or a month. And then the next thing comes up and they're on to that thing. We're so flippant. We're flip-floppy. But when we live this kind of life, you know what often happens? I think James points this out. What we do is we start grumbling. Grumbling when other people get what we want, grumbling when we can't have what we want. We start to complain. When we start complaining, that's a pretty good sign that you're being impatient. We grumble. James doesn't think it should be that way. He gives us the examples of the prophets and Job who suffer tremendously. And both the prophets and Job don't understand why they're going through all this. Job doesn't know that God's testing him. The prophets don't understand. In fact, Jeremiah writes about this all the time. Lord, I'm out here doing your will. I'm saying what you tell me to say and the people are trying to stone me. They have no sense. They have every reason to believe in their suffering and in in their pain that God is not with them and that God does not care. And yet they're faithful. They're steadfast. They hold it together. They are patient. James says, you have seen the purposes of the Lord, the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Well, how have you seen the purpose of the Lord? How do you know that he is compassionate and merciful in a way that Job and the prophets don't? Because we've got a cross. Because we've got Easter. We know that Jesus is with us. He came with us, became flesh, died for us, is with us now. We can trust because we live on the other side of Easter that we know that God is compassionate and merciful, even when we don't always feel it. So what happens? We get impatient, we get stressed, we get in pain. We get impatient because we're not sure we can totally trust God in the middle of it. But we know that we don't need to be flip floppy. We can just hold still. I think there's something deeply important about becoming mature spiritually, that you're patient, that you can hold still. That you can wait and trust that God's got you taken care of. And that is not easy. Do you trust that God is compassionate and merciful? Do you believe that Christ is coming soon? Then be patient. Hold still. Be rested. Be consistent. Don't make people swear. Make you swear about stuff. Whenever you say to somebody, swear that. You know what that means? It means you don't trust them. You don't trust that they're going to follow through on their word. And as Christians, we can trust that God has us. And so we ought to be some of the most steady, reliable, and patient people out there. Let that be you in this time. Let's pray. Lord, I'm really aware as people are having procedures, as people are having all kinds of things going on in their lives, All kinds of concerns that weren't voiced here but are still lingering in the background. That we desperately need your patience and your care. Help us establish our hearts. Let us not grumble but really trust you. Let us be consistent in our behavior. Let us follow through on what we say. Let us not go back on our word that you may be glorified in our lives.